for the amazing support that we got. Um, if you're a part of uh, the team that went to India, will you guys please come up here on stage real quick? Um, but yeah. John's like, how do I stop that? Hey, this is the team that you guys supported. I know that a lot of you gave financially. Yeah. And um, yeah, not only did you give financially, but there's a lot of you that prayed for us and supported us when we needed you because um, it was like we took off and it was 16 hours in the air with me. Yeah. That was awesome, and I'll just tell you, the life-saving on those trips were my beats, and I put on my beats, and I disappeared from the world, and it was awesome, so that really saved me uh, from a lot of things, but uh, we hit the ground, and we hit the ground running, and this is the team that was up here. There's Tammy, and Brooke, and Laura, Michelle. And Robert, the only other guy on the trip, man. All I know is Robert kept looking at, uh, we kept looking at each other and we kept going, you can't make this stuff up. Like that's how crazy it was uh, for us. And we're also, um, we're missing somebody. We're missing Sophia. And so Sophia's not here tonight, but she was a part of the team. And we just want to extend our thanks and gratitude. Um, a couple will come up a little bit later. Um, you guys go ahead and have a seat. But just thank you guys for your support. So um, I got home. We got home. Half the team got home Sunday at 7 a.m. First thing I put in my mouth to eat was Triscuits and cheddar cheese. And it was awesome. <laughs> Like, I never thought cheddar cheese would taste that good, but it was phenomenal. They don't have cheese over there. They don't, right? They, they had some other cheese, and it wasn't cheese. It was, like, congealed, like, what is this, paneer? Yeah, no, it was gnarly. It was don't, and uh, we don't do that. And so we, we had a good time eating Triscuits and cheese when I got home. But um, it was, we had a good time, and so we took a lot of pictures, and so we put a video together for you, so you guys watch this video um, of, of our trip.
whatever way you possibly can to celebrate recovery process. And if that simply means you being a part and showing up on these nights, you be a part. If that means, hey, I can make tea, you make tea. If that means, hey, I can bring the biscuits, that's what they call biscuits. If that means that, hey, you're going to be whatever it is that you're a part of that. Hey, I can hold the door open. Hold that door open. Hey, I can read so I can read the 12 steps in their biblical comparison. Do that. Be a part of that.
want to give you a real quick recap of our, our thing. We showed you some videos and it doesn't capture the two weeks of ministry that we did. I know that when we arrived uh, after a 16-hour flight, we hopped on another flight that took us about two hours and then we hopped in a car and we drove to Deva's house and at Deva's house um, who prints up magazines, like kind of like the uh, Christianity Today style type stuff that he sends out all over India, went over to his house and we had KFC. <laughs> but we did we had KFC and it was awesome we had some KFC and then we hopped in a car and drove another two and a half hours to our actual location so it was a long day of travel we got there we stayed the night and I woke up the next day and I went oh my gosh what am I doing <laughs> there's no going back I'm here and uh, we hit the ground running. It was about 90 degrees outside with about 112% humidity. It was, uh, no, it wasn't that bad, but it was uh, humid. And it was very much like mission trips that I've gone to Mexico and uh, done mission trips down there. And so we spent some time um, kind of teaching people how to share Christ. We went out into the areas, into the slum areas, and we prayed for a lot of people. And uh, we talked to him about Jesus, and then um, we had a couple days of that, and then we did some training, and we trained about 100, 150 pastors in how to run Celebrate Recovery. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. And while we were doing that, um, most of the team was doing uh, children's and teen uh, ministry and doing VBS for two days. Uh, with the kids, and it was they did a great job with that, um, ministering to a bunch of kids that were in this orphanage that we were at, and it was just a super amazing time. We did that for about five, six days, and then um, and it was hot. <laughs> it was hot, like my veins were popping. I thought I just got like a good pump from a good workout. Like they were, I was like, that is awesome. My ankles, I had cankles. They were like swollen. It was awesome. 
Um, but because your prayers, we were able to make it through that time. Um, we had good food. We ate um, biliani. Is that what it's called, right? Like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was really good. So if it's good, you might as well have it all the time, right? We're good addicts, so we know what that's like, right? So we did that. Then they had gongura. Is that what it's called? And uh, I finally got it right, which is basically um, some green food. And it, looked, it was good. Uh, Michelle really loved it. And I ate it once and was like, I got my Costco protein bars. I'm good. <laughs> And, uh, but we had such a blast there. Um, Calvin was the pastor that hosted us, and he did an amazing job. Not only were we there, but most of the pastors that showed up also stayed there in the same facility as us. And so um, they were cooking for tons and tons of people, and it was just a phenomenal time. We left there, and we went to Hyderabad, which is a major city. And uh, they like Google's based there. You know how they have Bollywood, which I thought that was the only thing. No, there's a thing called Tollywood, which is for those that speak Telugu. And um, they do cameras and stuff. You saw some pictures of me with some people. There's one guy who's in a movie called RRR, which is on Netflix. He's one of the main characters. His name is King Solomon. He was there, met him, uh, met a camera guy, all that fun stuff. So it was a pretty predominant thing. But we helped them launch Celebrate Recovery. And we helped them get that up and running. It was an English-speaking church, and it was there that I had a BLT, which was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> mm, and it was really good. And as a food addict to go where you have no control over the food that you're going to eat, it can be really, really difficult. But it was really a blessing to go. We had a great day um, of launching a, what a large group ministry would look like. Then we did a training on how to do celibate recovery. We went out into some small uh, tribal churches and we did Sunday morning for them. We came back and did a Sunday night service for the whole church. And we did a lot of teaching, a lot of sharing testimonies, a lot of ministering to people, um, wore them out. Brooke had a chance and an opportunity to lead worship in those, a lot of those um, times it was really cool. They spoke English, and so that was an amazing, amazing time. We then hopped on another plane, and we flew up to northern India, where we landed in Siliguri, where we walked off the plane, we got into cars, we started driving, and immediately you hit all the, um, the tea fields, and you just see all these tea fields everywhere. And then we drove up to Darjeeling, um, and that is where the, the food changed. It's more of an Asian influence there. So I had chow mein, best chow mein I've ever had in my life. It was phenomenal, way different than what we have here. We had a chance to hang out with Pasong, who's watching right now. Hello, Pasong. Um, yeah, so. Uh, we met with uh, Moses, who you saw a picture of him and his wife, who are currently running celibate recovery at their church. Pasong goes in and uh, leads a, every, once a month, he teaches celibate recovery on their Sunday mornings, and he does a great job with that. Um, able to talk to the church about celibate recovery, do some training there. We went to another location where we were introducing celibate recovery to a bunch of pastors. And out of that, we had quite a few people that were interested in Celebrate Recovery and what it could do for them. And that was just really, really cool. And then we went to a boarding school where you guys saw those pictures and we had a chance to sit down and wash their feet. And this was the most interesting thing. 
So I'm washing someone's feet and this Hindu lady is walking over with the bucket of water. As I'm washing the Hindu kid's feet or the Buddhist kid's feet, and for me it was just mind blowing. Like what in the world am I doing? And this was absolutely crazy. Um, God used us in a lot of different ways and um, a lot of the times when we were in northern India, we were just traveling. We were traveling for two, three hours at a time. We'd do ministry for two, three hours at a time, and then we'd hop in a car and do another two, three hours of traveling, and it was a lot. And everybody got some form of sickness on the trip except me, so thank you for your prayers. Um, they were just praying for me. Sorry, Laura. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and so uh, we, didn't, we didn't get the picture of Amazing Robert, but we got the aftermath of him, and he was just struggling. But um, it was just really, really cool. There's many times on the trip that Robert and I did say, you can't make this stuff up. Like they have these hot water heaters in the bathrooms, and I turned it on so I could take a shower. And I was, they're called the geezer or something like that. And I would turned it on, and I was like, dude, this is awesome. It starts hissing at me. And I was like, what is going on? This thing is possessed. And so then I turned it off and I'm just brushing my teeth. I'm like, I'm just going to do like the old towel thing, wipe it down. I'm good. And all of a sudden this faucet shoots out of the wall and hits the opposite wall. It's just like Money Pit, the movie. You guys ever see that? <laughs> it was awesome. And I just looked at Robert and we said, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and it was just really, really good. So, but enough of me talking. We got a few people that want to share their, a little bit of their story, how this impacted them. And uh, will you guys just please welcome Tammy as she comes up to share first. So. Hello. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ in recovery for a codependency, and my name is Tammy. <laughs> okay, so I was asked to share like one of my favorite moments and how that affected my life. And um, one of my favorite moments was in Hyderabad after I um, gave my testimony, and I prayed with some people that came up and they had the same type of issues, and it was just really nice to be able to know that my story would help someone else. And I prayed with a whole lot of people, Sorry, I had to write stuff down because I can't remember anything and I freeze when I'm up here. Um, and I'm thinking, why do people want to pray with me? You know, it's like, nope. <laughs> but they did. And I, I prayed for so many people with lots of issues that I have, which is um, fear and anxiety. And I'm praying that Celebrate Recovery gets up and running over there so more and more people can experience the freedom that CR helps with their hurts, habits, and hangups. But what I'm gonna to talk to you about today was not about a good thing, it was kind of about a bad thing that happened in India. It was my very first day there, and I was shopping for um, dresses in Shirala, and I started feeling lightheaded and woozy, and you guys kind of probably knew that the person that was sick first was me. <laughs> and um, I thought it was just because of the heat, because it was really warm and humid, and we have to wear so many clothes there, that I'm sitting here and I'm waiting to check out and I'm dying and I'm sweating. So I go and I drink some more water, but before you know it, I was outside vomiting in the parking lot. So um, I hate to throw up, I hate it with a passion, especially in front of people and when I'm away from home in a foreign country. <laughs> so um, I was sick for about two days and I couldn't keep anything down. I thank you all for your prayers and I thank Laura for helping to take care of me. <laughs> 
And I'm thankful for Brooke's leftover medicine that I brought so that I could take. That was nice. Um, and I uh, thank my roommates for putting up with me all night puking. And um, so the place we were staying when, when this is all happening is the children's home, the orphanage. And we're on the top floor. And there was some, another church on the property and lots of homes surrounding us. And if you've ever been to India, you know that it is not quiet. It's very loud. There's lots of noises. There's horns honking all the time. You hear dogs barking. What else did we hear? Da, 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 da. People cutting wood, cooking. And the kitchen was like right outside the door of our bathroom. So they cook on an open fire and all the smoke would come into our, in our room. So I'm like trying to breathe. It's all this bad smoky air. And it's so hot, I don't want to open up the windows because we have gratefully had an air conditioner in there and I was keeping it on the whole time. Um, so anyway. And every night we were there, while I was sick, there was like loud singing that was outside. And it's in Telugu, and it sounded just very strange, like cult-like. And it was almost like chanting, and I just started, I was really, really scared. Um, I was freaking out, and it felt like there was a heavy darkness on me, and I was praying to Jesus to like, to lift off that heavy darkness. And then, this is like the second night when I'm starting to feel a little bit better, Everybody was gone. They went out into the village to go um, preach the gospel, and I'm here, there by myself, freaking out. And I hear in the chanting, singing that's outside, a Christmas song. I mean, I don't know the words, but I can hear it's a Christmas song, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it's Christmas. They're singing, it's Christian stuff. So I just, right then, I felt like I had, um, my heart melted, and I felt God's arms around me telling me that I'm safe and it's okay. There's not a bunch of demonic things going on out there. It was <laughs> just churches singing Christmas music. <laughs> and so at that point, I decided to go downstairs and talk to Vijaya. She's Calvin's wife, who's the pastor and helps run the children's home. Um, she was so kind to me and she said everyone was praying for me and that there were two churches close by and they're both Christian churches and they're holding services every night of the week because it was Lent. So that's what was going on. Hmm. <laughs> and these churches, I don't know, um, they're like open air and they're tiny little rooms, like smaller than the fireside room, and they use a sound system and like full blast, so you can hear it like blocks away. And I guess I do this to, so everyone will hear, you know, the word being preached or whatever, so it was just very, very loud. And all the churches like this I, that we went to <laughs> were like that. It's kind of funny. But um, during that time, um, I felt so loved and relieved that it wasn't, you know, everything, all the bad things that I think of. Because um, one of my biggest character defects is fear and anxiety. And left alone, I can imagine all kinds of terrible things in my mind, and that's what I did here. And I thank God for showing me that I don't have to fear because he's always with me. And he cared enough to just show me in that little tiny way that it's okay, you know, I don't, it's not all those awful things I thought in my head. Um, then this brought me to, th to Romans 8, 38 and 39. It says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I add to this, neither strange countries nor sickness nor language barriers will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord, given through his people, no matter where we are in the world. And we can also give that love of God that is in Christ Jesus to others here in our own country. Thank you for letting me share. Yeah. Mm.
Everyone that went on the trip has a story, and uh, it's awesome, whether it be from uh, the prayer life that they created as they were driving on those crazy roads, because roads, laws are just suggestions. There's no stoplights. <laughs> There's no lanes. It's just everybody go and honk just to let everyone know that you're going, and so you better pay attention to me. And uh, so, but uh, it, please talk to them at dessert as you see them around, and they got some stories. We will be putting together some testimonies that will be posted on our website, things like that. If you're here for the first time, I know it's a weird night for you to be here, but uh, we just went on a trip to tell others about Celebrate Recovery and the hope and healing that you can find through the power of Jesus Christ, and so just grateful that we were able to do that, so... Let's close our time with a serenity prayer. Will you guys please stand and let's close with that. The focus question, if uh, you don't know, is how can you share your recovery and hope in Jesus with, Jesus with the others? So how can you share your recovery and hope with Jesus with others? So let's say that serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you'll make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever and the next. Amen. Amen. Hey, first time guests right across the hallway. Second time guests right up front. Love you guys. See you after group.